Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Happy Monday. Also, happy Maintenance Monday. Welcome to the live. Hit me up with those maintenance uh, questions. I have been making a list of some of the questions you want me to uh, talk about uh, in the group. So I'm going to go through some of those. But if you're joining me uh, live, be sure to let me know if you have any questions. Uh, and let's get right into them. Okay, so first one um, was all about weekends. So weekend strategies. It feels like every Friday or Saturday, finally happy about the scale to only come right back up and back on track Monday and working all week to get it back down. Okay, so let's t let, let me have a conversation reminding you of the four stages of finally and forever. So there's losing your weight, right? Which you've lost your weight, which is why you're here. You're working on maintaining and solidifying your weight, which is the second phase. Now that you've lost the weight, you wanna put time into helping the body um, solidify the weight to make your new weight your new norm. This is where you're either personalizing the plan or you're repeating the process again. You are having indulgences here and there, but you're using back on track, um, you know, when needed, but trying to keep that to a minimum. Then there's a third stage of finally and forever. And that is where you're testing the waters. Um, you are personalizing the plan because you're not repeating the program. Obviously, again, um, you're personalizing the plan. You're waking up, you know, being in tune with your body's needs, checking in at your meal and snack times you know, indulging a little bit more, just trying to relax on, you know, how much time and energy you're putting into it, just kind of living your life, um, being mindful when you do indulge to implement back on track, to getting to really understand and know what maintenance looks like and feels like to you. We're moving away from what weight loss looks like and feels like to you to what maintenance looks like and feels like to you. And then there's that fourth stage of just waking up, looking good, feeling good, and going about your day and just living your life. So while you are working on, um, you know, solidifying your weight, you need to understand that it's normal for your weight to fluctuate and that you saw your lowest low while you were trying to see your lowest low when working on losing your weight. You are doing all the things, maximizing your efforts, super mindful about your food choices because it's one thing to maintain your weight. It's a whole other to, to lose your weight. So that is when you're going to see your lowest low. Once you are working through maintenance and solidifying your weight, especially if you're indulging here and there, um, you know, you might notice your, your, your range in which you're maintaining your weight fluctuates. That's your set point. Your set point isn't your lowest low. Your set point is the range, um, set around your lowest low. So, my point is you're not going to see your lowest low until, unless you're living a life where you're trying to see your lowest low. And you don't want to live a life trying to see your lowest low. So you have to understand that you're, when you're in maintenance, your weight is going to sit about five pounds above your lowest low. That's just, there's nothing you can do about that. When you're having carbohydrates, your body retains more water. You don't want to live a life where you're worried about every little thing that you're eating, where you're maximizing your face off every day. And, you know, you put your energies that you put into, you know, losing weight to like trying to maintain your weight. Um, 
You just want to live a life where you wake up, you look good, you feel good, you're mindful, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat, I'm thirsty, I'm going to drink, I'm tired, I'm going to go to sleep, I've chosen to indulge, my weight is up, I'm going to help my body recover from that indulgences, you know, I've been indulging a lot, I'm feeling off, I'm going to rein it in, you know what I mean, um, you know, help my body get over that, get back to a place where I feel good, so as long as you're feeling good, really that's the goal at the end of the day, so my point is, is that you're not going to see your lowest low. You don't want to live a life where you're seeing your lowest low. Expect to stay about five pounds above it, and that is totally normal. So that's one thing that's really important to talk about. Now, you could decide that you reach your goal weight, and then after you spend some time in maintenance and hovering about five pounds above, that you actually want to go for more and you have more weight to lose. Then you want to focus on losing your weight now. You might want to make a conscious decision. I'm now focused on losing my weight. So you want to personalize your plan for the focus of losing weight, or you want to repeat the program again um, for the sake of losing weight that's totally different you can you can totally decide that but you're not going to see your lowest low so and that's not the goal to see your lowest low um, and the, the goal is to be able to maintain that weight range which is your new set point so that's just one thing I want to get out of the way um, it feels like every Friday or Saturday finally happy about the scale to only come right back up and back on track Monday and working all week to get it back down so so working all week to get it back down that what does that mean like are you maximizing doing all the things back on track like it's not real weight gain right so your weight can be up because you're indulging which I'm assuming you are if you're getting back on track it's because you're indulging or you know also because you had your rough didn't have a great sleep you were working out you shoveling the driveway you went skiing your body's sore do you know what I mean whatever that might be so remember there's so many reasons why your weight can be up that have nothing to do with real weight gain right and so also your weight can be up not only from indulging but also all these other things as well so it's not necessarily back on track that, you know, could be if like you're really stressed and it's a stressful period at work, you know, yes, you could have had some indulgences on the weekend, but your stress could be really up from being stressed. So that's your focus. So think about why is your weight up, um, you know, besides any obvious indulgences, obviously getting back on track with the foods for a couple of days will help with that. But it could be other things as well, like if you're in a constant state of stress. Um, but also it's kind of how you're looking at this, like you're going to have to get back on track for the rest of your life every time you choose to indulge in foods that are going to make you feel off like that's that's just life choices so if every weekend I choose to drink my face off eat bags of chips have burgers and fries do this do that do all these things then yeah I'm, I'm gonna always have to put time back into because although we can eat a lot of foods our bodies are not designed to process and digest a lot of these foods so they cause a lot of havoc a lot of stress in our bodies always did always will so it sort of depends on if you keep indulging in a way where every Monday you feel like garbage and it takes a lot of work to get back to feeling really good then you might want to rethink the choices that you're making in general um, if you're just indulging on the weekend and living your life having some chips having a burger and fries whatever and for the most part you feel great but your weight is just up a little bit then back on track for a couple of days like just being mindful drink a little extra water eat some leafy greens like it'll come back down um, but your weight can stay up and elevated for a variety of reasons your, your weight might be up because your menstrual cycle is coming has nothing to do with what you did on the weekend. You know, your weight might be up because of stress, which has nothing to do because of your weekend, getting crappy sleep, nothing to do because of what you're actually doing like food choice wise, you know what I mean? So so um, it's kind of like 
weekend strategies. Okay. So, so now you're talking weekends. So that's that. So kind of get used to that. That's just kind of, that's living your life. So if every weekend I choose to like party on, I'm going to feel like garbage every Monday. It's just, it's going to happen. And, and I could just like feel like garbage and then eat more shit. That's going to make me feel like garbage or I can get back on track. And that's just kind of life. Like that, that's going to continue to happen for the rest of your life. Strategies are don't fall back into old habits. Like, um, be mindful of drinking your water just for the sake of being properly hydrated. If you're properly hydrated, which can seem like work because it's inconvenient to drink the water that your body actually needs. Um, but that just, keeps your body functioning properly being able to process foods in and out right um don't fall back into letting long periods of time go without eating um even though you've lost your weight and then you know you spent a couple months years trying to maintain it you're talking about what your habits you know like i'm the kind of person that could go all day long without eating so even though i've been maintaining my weight for 30 years i know this is something that i do so i still have to be mindful about reminding myself to eat you know, so, um, you know, start your, start your day with that nice high protein breakfast. It's always a benefit, even if you're not looking to lose weight, um, set alarms to just to check in on yourself and be like, Hey, are you taking your time to drink your water, eat your foods, you know, just general, like life is so busy and we're so stressed, just general, like making sure you're prioritizing yourself in your own life. Make sure that you're prioritized. This has nothing to do with weight loss or, main, or like at all. Yes, it factors into maintenance, but just in general, prioritizing yourself in your own life, prioritizing doing the things that keep you healthy. Do you know what I mean? Like drinking enough water, like continually taking any supplements, like having breakfast in the morning, a nice high protein breakfast to start your day off, um, to, to check in on yourself if you're the kind of person who goes all day without eating. Do you know what I mean? Just, and that isn't weight loss or even maintenance. That's just lifestyle habits, like making sure you're living the healthiest life really in general. So maybe it's the way you're framing it where you're still kind of have those feelings um, tied into weight loss and your maintenance journey when this is going to be habitual. Do you know what I mean? Dr drinking your water, getting a great breakfast in on the weekend, you know, you know, setting alarms if you need to remind yourself to eat, you know, until it does become second nature or whatever, not going all day long in anticipation of a big meal later. That just sucks because one, your digestive system is understimulated. And every time you do that, when you do eat, you just always feel bloated and so awful afterwards. And then you tend to overeat. And then the, the punishing yourself and starving yourself the next day, just because you overate and those bad feels that go with it could be, I know I'm all over the place, could be also the work here is in how you're feeling mentally and that internal dialogue that's getting you. I know personally for me too, and I'm not assuming that you're drinking, but whenever I do drink, like whenever I drink, especially red wine, as much as I love it. Oh my God. I love it so much. Um, I love wine. Um, I always feel like depressed. I always feel depressed like the next day, the next couple of days. It's just not great for my mental health. And then you couple that with physically not feeling great because you've indulged. And then starting the week off, it could feel like Groundhog Day over and over and over. Um, so you really want to focus on that mental part and then catch the feels of how you feel on Monday. And maybe it's not about the scale at all for you. Maybe it's just about how you feel mentally every Monday. You feel like, oh, fuck, every fucking Monday I feel like balls, you know? 
And that just takes me a couple days to get back to feeling good. And just when you're starting to feel good again, you roll into the weekend and like just kind of repeat the process, you know? Um, so make a list of the things that you think are, you know, are, are setting you back a little bit. What is it that you're doing? See if you can kind of switch up your routine or habits or, you know what I mean? Um, choose differently. Um, pay attention to your, your, your internal dialogue and what's happening on your weekends. Pay attention to how you feel on Monday, not just physically, but mentally. It could be that you don't actually feel that bad and you're, you're, you know what I mean? It's just mentally you're, it's making you feel worse. I also do know that the more you feel really good and the more in tune you are with yourself, the more when you feel off, you feel really, really off. Like you really feel it at a whole other level. You're not really off that much, but you're, you're really feeling it because you're used to feeling really, really good. So that can be a thing. Um, I'm not sure if that was helpful at all. I was a little all over the place on that, but there's a lot that goes into that, you know, um, I, I that, that, if you're going to have to continue to manage your weight, I don't even like that word, be mindful about your choices and how they're affecting your, your, not only your weight, not your weight at all, but how you're feeling. So take the weight loss part, the weight scale away from it. How, how is it that you're feeling every Monday and why is it that you're feeling that way and what can you do to not feel that way? Do you know? Um, can be beneficial. Hi, Virginia. Good morning. I'm finding I'm hoovering about 10 pounds above my lowest low. I do want to get back down to five pounds above my lowest low. Will maximizing back on track, personalize a plan, help me get there? And would that journey be considered trying to lose weight or maximizing in maintenance? Ooh, great question. Love this. So my pound, my weight can go up about 10 pounds just from natural fluctuating. When I'm stressed, when I'm busy, when I'm not thinking about what I'm eating, any of those things, I'm fine with that. And I know as I slowly pull things together, my weight will Will drop back down but you know I that's like that's a you know I'm, I'm comfortable with that is it my like do I, I above 130 I start to feel off right and when I drop down and I'm too hyper focused or like not hyper focused but you know cleaning things up too much for lack of a better word following my own program my weight can drop down to 119 which is a little too low for me so I like to find that medium range right so it just really depends because 10 pounds can easily go up and if you aren't like if you aren't like super consistent with back on track and doing the things, it can stay elevated for a variety of different reasons. Now, I think if you want to see that weight come down sooner rather than later, you can you can do back on track plus maximizing, right? If you don't feel like it's weight gain, it's just superficial, back on track and maximizing. Like no, don't just get back on the foods and the water, maximize your ass off, manage your stress, get your sleep in, move your body, all those things. Now, if you want to take it to another level and kind of, you know, be a little bit more hardcore about being proactive, about getting that scale to come down, or if you think that your weight is creeping up, only you would know based on your choices and how you're feeling, then you could personalize the plan. Then that that's the same as back on track, but a little bit more tailored and specific for actually focusing on back on track is the minimum that you can do in terms of like, you know, weight loss. It refers to the first few weeks of the program. As you know, when people sign up for the program, they do see their weight move, but it's not like maximizing that. Um, so then I would do back on track with a focus of maximizing all those other things, right? Keeping it status quo. That's a bit of a no brainer, but I would really, and I know you have the skills to do this. I would, I would personalize the plan, check in at breakfast, check in snack, check in lunch, check in, you know what I mean? Assess, do I need to eat? Could I eat? Should I eat? All those things. Get back to asking those four questions, right? Be, be super mindful about those portion sizes plus maximizing and doing all the things that's what I would do what you don't want to do is get caught in between a wishy-washy neither here nor there 
maintaining, trying to lose, maintaining, trying to lose. And that's my issue with doing back launch rack as a method for that. If you want to bring your weight down and because you feel like it's actually up as an intellectual weight gain, which can happen, you know, week after week accumulating, um, personalize the plan, personalize the plan and then, um, maximize your efforts while you're doing it. Right. Is that that question? Is that, let me read that again. I'm hovering above 10 pounds above my lowest low. I do want to get back down to five above my lowest low while maximizing personalize the plan. Um, maximize back on track, personalize the plan, help to get there. Or would that be a journey considering trying to lose weight or maximizing and maintenance? Kind of both. Do you know what I mean? Your intention is you're not happy that high weight. So we want to do all the things to drop it down and feel better. Right? So drink that water, make sure you're giving your body what it needs, extra in tune to those portions. Back on track, it'll get you there, but it might be a lot faster if you personalize the plan because there's no benefit in, in forcing yourself to eat when you're not hungry and doing all those things. Do you know what I mean? So that's the difference, uh, just depending on where you're at. Does that make sense? <laughs> Back on track is not a weight loss method. Back on track is to help your body recover. This is why eating so often, stimulating your digestive system and all those things is great for helping your body to um, recover from those indulgences. So back on track is great for that. Um, repeating the process and, and personalize the plan, weight loss method. So if you think it's weight loss that you're after, personalize the plan, maximize your ass off. If you think your weight is, you know, it's up, but it's not real weight gain and it's just kind of off foods and just kind of being neither here nor there and other things factoring in, then back on track with some maximizing on the side would do that. Now, the reason why we do um, repeating, like the reason why we redo the first few weeks of the program again, which is maybe where confusion is coming in. And you, and when you repeat the program again, and you know, the first few weeks are all about the original food plan, which is essentially back on track and you're losing again, then is that that's because you're taking the new body into consideration plus maximizing, doing all the things with that intention of helping the body to lose. If you did back on track, for example, when you're in maintenance, even in maintenance, you might still see that scale move. And so that's an opportunity to reset the body, but take that aside. Now you're in maintenance. You feel like your weight is up, then you, it's real great, real weight gain, personalize the plan. Want to lose more weight because you decided this isn't your happy weight, then redo the program or personalize the plan. Um, indulging here or there in the moment, back on track. In the moment, back on track. Um, hi, Kathy. I'm battling stress, but I have been taking steps to fix the things I can fix. Yesterday, I got back on track and the scale showed it immediately. Exactly, right? It, it, sometimes it's not food at all that's actually causing your weight to go up. It's actually stress that's causing your weight to go up. So that's where you, you know, you can, you back all track all you want, but it's really your stress that you need to focus on. I love this conversation today. I love red wine too. Uh, yesterday I didn't and I feel much better today. Yeah, same. I, I love it so much. I'm not drinking it right now because I just understand the effect that it has on me. It just, it keeps me dehydrated. makes me depressed. It just like messes with my sleep. Ah, I wish it didn't, but it really did. Right now I'm really doing a push. I'm doing my own program. Uh, I'm doing the program, Tony, myself. Um, we're doing the program just for the sake of actually just feeling so much better because stress has been a major thing. Hi, Adrian. Taking care of myself has led to so many things I never did for myself, but they've become ritualistic now. Some include dry brushing before showering, flossing two times a day, never forgetting to moisturize, taking my supplements, apple cider vinegar and lemon water stretching and many more thanks for the reminder take care of ourselves yeah this is so important i love this so much this is about reinforcing all those habits those new habits that you're creating that's why i love that book atomic habits even when you're in maintenance not necessarily when you're losing losing it's a great compliment but you want to reinforce those habits right like 
old habits are hard to break. They say that for a reason because you did that for so many years. And in, in creating new ones, first of all, being really proud of yourself that you're creating these new habits and attaching to them to other habits that are bring you joy. It, it makes all the difference, honestly. When you talk about lifestyle too, like, you know, I, you guys know I have an issue with people. You can call my weight loss program a diet. You can call it whatever you want. I have a real issue with people calling it a lifestyle because eating five, six times a day, following a certain plan, that's not a lifestyle. But almost in maintenance, you're creating your new lifestyle. How do you want to live? How do you want to show up for yourself? What kinds of foods do you want to be eating? Like lifestyle, are you a vegan? Do you eat this? Do you eat that? Do you know, do you eat plant proteins? Do you make sure they incorporate all sorts of healthy foods, you know, nutrient-rich nutrient meals and snacks? You know what I mean? That's my lifestyle is I choose to be in tune with what I'm eating. When I do, I make the best choice for myself. My lifestyle is I'm committing to being as active as possible, whether maybe that's 45 minutes, a couple times a week, maybe it's 10 minutes every day. Like I recognize that these are the pillars of health. These are the things that I need to do in order to keep feeling really good, which if you focus on those will just be a no brainer when it comes to maintaining your weight. You know, that in itself is this healthy lifestyle. And a big part of that is these habits that you're create, you've created created and then also reinforcing them so that they do become second nature. That's the whole thing with the four asking the four questions, the four mindfulness questions. It's that is to you're reinforcing that so eventually you'll never have to ask again. You'll get to a point where you will not have to ask yourself four questions because you'll see your food coming a mile away and know if it's too much or not enough. You know what I mean? You'll know exactly when you're done eating, when you're satisfied. You'll know exactly when you're going back for more and that's going to have you, you know, feeling like too full when you walk away, right? You don't that's the whole point of asking those four questions questions is that you you don't need to continue to do that because it's just second nature even throughout the whole program just all of the mindfulness work that you've done really just you know you know when you're eating out of when you're stressed so manage your stress you know when you're eating because you're bored so get to sit with boredom get comfortable with boredom or do something else you know you know when you're using food for these techniques you know now you know what you do you can call yourself out you know when you're you, you know going back into old habits so you can start reinforcing new ones kind of turn the page on those you know you have the tools to do this right um my goodness you speak to me when you say things like f and i feel like effing balls you know ah listen you know what here's the thing i feel like about this maintenance group you're you're my people you know what i mean we're friends uh we've laughed together cried together we've done hard things together and that's one of the things of this group i think it's a bit more relaxed i think we can have like real 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 conversation i still feel like i'm just getting started there's so much i want to do with this group to give back and you know you guys put your faith in the program and now you're here and this is what i'm saying you have the skills you guys are all kind of experts really at this at this at this point in terms of weight loss we just got to get you ex to be experts when it comes to maintenance you know what I mean um, I'm all about it this maintenance group is 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 like for, considering I was so resistant to doing a maintenance program <laughs> I was so resistant I'm like no one needs a maintenance group we tell you everything you need to do maintenance is easy maintenance is this oh my god Gina no it's not I've come to really realize this is the focus like this is where people want to get to losing weight yeah okay right? Lose it in a healthy way. Yes, it's important. I love my program and love that process, but this is where people want to be. You you want to get into the maintenance group or you want to be in maintenance. Like this is the, you know what I'm saying? I've learned so much from this group. Honestly, it's, um, it's been so insightful. Um, it just, it's my favorite place to be, um, especially our way in Wednesdays. I love those conversations. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, yes, it's Gina. Hi, all. Valerie, yes, the, uh, this conversation about back on track versus personalize the plan just hit another aha for me. Makes sense. Okay, good, because I'm a little all over the place today, so <laughs> I'm wondering if I am making sense. I love that. Valerie, I actually wanted to, I actually wanted to, um, I have your comment here. So Valerie has been traveling. This was, this was, this was really interesting. So Valerie says, I've been away from home since last Tuesday and I had a plan. I veered off course a bit, let a few big meals enter in some wine and boy, I physically feel blah and mentally frustrated. I'm on point with the water while flying, nailed that. Okay, good. I am not I am not home until Thursday, so making a conscious effort for the rest of the trip to get back on track the best I am able. I am a bit, this is what I want to talk about, I'm a bit frustrated with myself, but also trying to tell myself I am off routine because of the travel, and this is a medical trip for my daughter, not a relaxing trip, so there's that. I know I will at least feel better if I optimize the rest of the trip as I'm best able, right? I still can't get past the mental food thought stress before and during travel. Any suggestions to work on that mental mess? Okay, this is a lot because it's a lot because we use food for so many things. Food, food to cope, to soothe. I don't know the situation with your daughter, but if you're going out for lunch, who the fuck cares about what the fuck you're eating? Excuse my F-bombs. You know what I mean? Especially if you're dealing with medical issues. Like life is just so much bigger than that. And do you know like that kind of mentality, which is like very real, like if I really care, what does it matter what I'm eating when we're dealing with this thing right now? But then what happens is that you keep living and these days add up. And next thing you know, you feel like garbage and it's really weighing on you. So it's really difficult because we've, we food is such a big part of our lives, you know? to 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 commune to commiserate over to 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 show love to to bond to do you know i mean to take our mind off things to to you know to first to celebrate to show love like there's so many things that we can use food for so it's so easy to get sidetracked by that and and indulge in that um so that's one thing so that's why mentally i think it's such a it's such a thing and then there's like then there's just travel in general, which why can't it just be so much easier and healthier food more accessible? Because sometimes it just seems like it's really like, is there, you know, is there anything decent I can eat around here? So sometimes you just, you, the options are limited, which, which can be frustrating. Also, our stress levels are just 
at a whole other level, honestly, every single person on the planet is just beyond stress at this point. We just we just live a life that is so stressful beyond our very primitive body is able to, to be, be able to, to deal with. So that alone is just going to make you feel off. Traveling is going to make you feel off. The off routine, the dehydration, no matter how much you focus on the water, just the stress of it, being around people, all the peopling that you're doing, all the brain power that you got to put into travel, which is why it can be great if you're going on a vacation, great for stress levels. It's great for stimulating your brain. It can also just make you more stressed in general. Tony is planning a trip for us at Christmas with his family, 13 of us. We're taking his parents um, back to uh, Hanoi and um, I cannot wait and it's so exciting, but it's stressful to think of we're not even there yet. We're not even traveling. How are we ever going to get everyone together and keep it together? And where are we going to eat? How are we going to get around? And all of these kinds of things. Like just, it's stressful in general, right? Um, it can bring up a lot of anxieties, especially because of the pandemic. I don't know about you, but I have got so much anxiety just leaving my house. It's hard for me to go to a movie theater when there's packed because I'm so used to going to movie theaters where we had social distancing and people weren't around. And now I just, for some reason, have this anxiety. So it could be anxiety and issues that you're dealing with from just being out there in the world, which is still the, the and even if you're okay with it, the vibe of everybody else is just still, you're feeling it. You know what I mean? So there's so much to it. So then you take food, which is a comfort. You know what I mean? So it makes it very easy to find yourself indulging or eating off given all of those things. So sometimes the frustrating part is I want to choose better. I want to feel better. I want to do better. But life is making it and this situation is making it really difficult for me to do that. You almost get annoyed at all of it because you can't prioritize yourself. You can't feel your best because you're literally dealing with all of this stuff. And even though you're trying your best, it's next to near impossible in order to do that right so that's that sometimes something has to give and sometimes it's you in your life and although the goal is to stay on plan or to feel your best or to make choices that fall in line with your goals a lot of times it's just straight up a lot easier said than done and you just end up even with your best effort not feeling great the the the, the thing is is this it's just kind of reconciling this is where I'm at and I don't feel great right now but you know, I'm going to have an opportunity to get back to feeling really good. And in, you know, sooner rather than later, I'm going to, I'm going to be back to feeling good. And, and when you get there, really be grateful for that. Just like, oh, feels so good to get like when you're away on vacation, it gets, it's so good to just sleep in your bed again, you know, and just be home. That kind of sense of home in your body when you're able to prioritize yourself and make those choices for you and eat that healthy food and have the opportunity to move your body. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and exercise and relieve stress and all of that. And it could just be like, you're not frustrated with yourself. You're frustrated with the situation and the fact that life is making it difficult for you to prioritize yourself. And that is frustrating because that's just life, right? That's just life. So, so, um, the mental food or thought stress process, I think what could be happening, Valerie, is not that, not that you're not doing this or you need to do that, but that you're, you are aware of where you are at, you know, you're, you're aware of where you're at 
and your situation and your environment and your, you know, ability or inability to make the choices for yourself, you know, why or why you're not making those for whatever reason it might be. I think that could be really what you're dealing with. So, you know, I still can't get past the mental food thought stress before, during and travel. Any suggestions on to work on that mental mess? I see I'm not so as I see, I'm not lying when I say more when to do it. Yeah, sometimes it's not that there's nothing wrong with you or you're not doing the things. You're just really aware of where you are at, even when you're doing your best. Like this trip with Tony and the family, it's going to be stressful no matter what we do. We can have all of the transportation arranged. We can do all of the things, know where we're going. We can have all the reservations made. We can have all this uh, transportation in place. It's still going to be stressful because you're talking about 13 people. I have a daughter who deals with two deal with massive anxiety issues. One, I don't even know how she's going to be around all those people. We're going to have to really work on that. I got a year. Thank goodness it's next year. But we're, we're going to Hong Kong as one of our stops. And there's going to be people everywhere. We're going to be in the city. Um, like even when we go skiing, she got to put earphones in because she the, the noise of people around her. That you know what I mean? Our parents, my mom's coming. Tony's parents are coming. Do you know what I mean? Their ease of travel isn't what it used to be. I'm nervous about them. We're giving them enough time to relax versus like getting, sh you know, shuffling everybody everywhere. Do you see what I'm saying? So, so this, this, you can make it the least stressful environment. You can pack the foods, you can do all the things, but then life is going to get in the way. So your sense of awareness, because you were in tune with everything across the board, what works with you and what doesn't work for you. And this is so super cool. It puts you in tune with everything in your life. What's working for you, what's not working for you, job situations, social situations, friendships, relationships, food choices, all of that. And it could be, Valerie, that you're just getting to a place where you're starting to really recognize that, you know? And sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. It's just what it is what it is. You know, it is what it is at the end of it. So this comes in time. Um, this helps so much. Yes. The frustration of being where I am at this given moment with the situation. That's it. I do know I'll be back to my routine and I promise to, to take a grateful moment when I feel better. Yeah. That indulgence of being, it feels good to feel good and be able to support yourself and prioritize and do all those things to maintain that. But you're not always going to be able to maintain that, you know? So, um, I love this, love this conversation, uh, somewhere on the holidays. Hi, Sarah. I stopped asking the questions and now I feel like I'm back into old habits of eating too much. Yeah, that can get you. That the falling back into old habits. Listen, you could you lose a hundred pounds and two years later are still falling back into those habits because you 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 reinforce those habits for like 20 years of your life, 10 years of your life. Do you know what I mean? They can creep up on you. It's just kind of how our brain is wired, which is why old habits are so hard to break. And it's really about focusing on those new ones and reinforcing and reinforcing and reinforcing. So back to asking those four questions, you know, just to kind of, and it'll come, it'll come. And, and one day you'll just, you'll know, you'll know exactly when you're indulging, you'll know exactly what just looking at your food and you'll be like, oh my God, that's already too much food for me. And then you'll be like, oh, look at me. I didn't have to ask myself that question. It's just, it's going to happen. The holidays are so hard because they're so distracting. You know, that's that they're so distracting. The holidays are a whole other talk about life and stress and the whole vibe of that whole time of year. It's just, it takes the body time to recover and get back to sense of self again. You know what I mean? I got to go. This is my time today. Um, great conversation. I hope it made sense. <laughs> Thanks to everyone in their questions. I do have one more I want to talk about. Um, 
I have always been a whole bag of chips, not just a bowl. 10 cookies, not just a, uh, no, okay. I've always been a whole bag of chips, not just a bowl. Habits, habits. 10 cookies, not just a couple kind of person. Habits and beliefs. You believe that you are a whole bag of chips kind of person. You used to be a whole bag of chips kind of person. Now you recognize when you eat a whole bag of chips, that doesn't make you feel good. I don't care how yummy they are. I love chips. When I eat a whole bag of chips, I definitely don't feel good. Now, sometimes I don't give enough and I'm hashtag worth it. I'm eating the whole bag of chips, but I got that belly ache. I don't feel good. I wake up the next day, my eyes are closed. I also, I'm also confident that's not going to cause me to gain real weight and my weight is right back down again. Do you know what I mean? But I wouldn't call myself a whole bag of chips person. I call, I love chips and when I choose to eat chips, Sometimes I might eat a whole bag. Sometimes not. Sometimes I'll just have a few little bites and they'll be done with it and the bag of chips will sit there all week. Other days I'll eat that whole bag of chips in one sitting. Um, you know what I mean? So it's who you're identifying with and you've worked really hard to make change. This is why foundational change, physically how your body functions is so huge. But mentally, there's no way you're in this maintenance group and haven't done a shit ton of work in order to actually make real change. Physically, mentally, all of it. The old you used to be a whole bag of chips person. The old you used to be uh, eat the whole bag of cookies person, right? I know it is a goal to be able to have these things around and most of the time I have no interest in having them. Yeah, because the new you doesn't need to have them. Do you know what I mean? Most of the time, the new you doesn't need to have these things. See? But Christmas became a real slippery slope for me. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Christmas is like a, it's a, it's a one-off. It's a phenomenon. It's a special circumstance. It's a crazy time of year, you know, that we're taught and we're told it's the most wonderful time of year. And yeah, I think the Baileys makes it better and all the wine and all the stuff. And it's a stressful time of year. It brings up a lot of emotions for a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? It's a really tough time of year. Um, would like to enjoy a bowl or one or two, but it always turns into more for me. Always or just at Christmas under these extenuating circumstances. That's the word I was going to, you know what I'm saying? Always or just during these extenuating circumstances where you're extra stressed, maybe, do you know what I mean? And just kind of, do you know what I'm saying? Your, your, your guard is down and you're just like, oh, God. do you know what I mean? Uh, how have others managed this? And Gina, do you have any tips? Yeah, recognize you're not, you're not the whole bag of chips person. Look at, you wouldn't even, you're not because you woke up, you, you woke up today, you decided to join us for this live and you talk about that. Your sense of awareness already means that that doesn't work for you. You're, so you're not a whole bag of chips person anymore. So that's, haha. That doesn't mean that you can't indulge in a bag of chips every now and then. If you want to have them, make it a conscious choice, right? Then recognize that dialogue that comes afterwards and be like, that was worth it. I'm not going to rag on myself. So what? I ate a bag of chips. No big deal. Do you know? Um, so, so, if you're, if you're craving salty foods, it could indicate that you have, you know, you bump up your good fat. So that's one thing. Also, hello, stress, Christmas, stress levels rise emotionally, financially, stress-wise for so many reasons. Stress levels rise, right? Craving more good fat, receiving salty, eat more good fat, go for salty, chips around, eat it. You know what I'm saying? So making sure you're getting enough, recognizing your stress, and triggers is a big one. Stress and triggers. That James Clear book. And not to just dwell on that book. It's such a good book. So many good tidbits and takeaways and tips in it. Recognize your triggers. If it's your stress, bump up your omega-3 when you're especially stressed. You know, if you um, are triggered by social situations and being around food, then sit away from the food, you know, like out of sight, out of mind. I do want you to be able to be in a room full of that food, but you already said, 
uh, you know, that you, 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 most of the time you can be around these things and you have no interest in them. So I think you're getting there. I think it's just being around food more often and saying, having, no, I don't want it. No, I don't, I don't want chips. You know, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to have the chips, you know, when you actually really don't and recognizing that, oh, I could have them if I want to, but I actually don't want them or I do want them. So I am going to eat them. If you're consciously making a choice to eat the chips, I'm all about that. The problem is if you're also following up that negative internal dialogue, then that can be an issue. If, if I know that I'm indulging in too many chips because I know when I'm indulging in too many chips and I do start to feel puffy and bloated and lean, blah, my clothes are getting tight on me, then I just cut them out for a while and then, you know what I mean, get back down to my weight and then get back to feeling really good and then I just repeat the process over again. I love chips. I will probably never not love chips. Sour cream and onion, dill pickle, like, oh, I can eat them all day, every day. Love chips. Now, I haven't had any probably for a couple weeks. Do I miss them? Not really until I just started talking about them now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm in a phase where I don't really, I'm not into them, but you know, that could change next week. I could end up eating a whole bag of chips. Um, so I think you're already there. You're already managing it again, sense of awareness, right? Like, a sense of awareness of, you know, what's working for you, what's not working for you. Why do you choose to indulge? You know, still continuing to work on that internal dialogue when you do indulge being around food. This is why you can't do this way. You can't, I'm not a fan of actually the out of sight, out of mind at a party. Yes. You know what I mean? Especially when your defenses are down and you're drinking maybe, but get used to having the food around. You know, when you're in the line at the grocery store with all the chips, be like, I can have these chips if I want. Do I want them or do I not want them? Do I really want to eat them? You know, like I can be around chips and not, you know, not be stressed out about chips. Like kind of you normalize it being around. Also normalizing not wanting it. Also normalizing wanting it, you know. Um, that's my, again, I'm in a, wow, today's theme is like, did it help or did it not help? Did it make sense? Did it not make sense? <laughs> I gotta go. Um, I uh, I love this conversation. Thanks. I love the questions. Please do not stop them coming. Um, you know what I mean? I know I can fill the time and you guys are here and answering questions, but I love when you guys give me some things that you want me to talk about. It makes for a great conversation. Thanks for everyone who joined in. You're so right. We have that new awareness. It carries over into parts of our life. This could be what's happening is that you are picking up on that new awareness, your new norm of just being aware of when things are working for you, when they're not working for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not that you're doing anything right or wrong or need to change anything that you're doing, but you're just recognizing that sense of awareness of when you do choose this, how you feel, or when you can't do that, how you feel. Do you know what I mean? Which is really super cool, which is really super cool. I got to go, everyone. Have an amazing day. Um, don't forget to uh, let us know the topics for Weigh In Wednesday. And if you want to join us, uh, which is my new favorite thing, having guests, um, I will talk to everyone later. See you later. Bye. Have an amazing day. Let's take a few minutes and start the conversation on supplements because I know you're itching to have it. But before we do, I do have to say that this is not a supplement program. You do not need to take supplements to be successful. These are just things that over the years, helping thousands of people lose weight, I've come to realize can be a benefit, especially if you are deficient in them. Now, I know some of you are not keen on supplements. You're going to say things like, well, with all this healthy eating, why do we have to take all these supplements? First of all, you don't have to take all 
love that. Read the information, see what resonates, go talk to your doctors if you have any concerns and decide what is best for you. But if you're looking to get what you need from the foods, it's not as easy as just, you know, eating foods and assuming that you're getting the nutrients that you need. You'd have to curate your foods to make sure you are getting what you need. So also because when you start this program, your body's feeling you need to store fat, your digestive system probably isn't working all that great. And we want to work on strengthening your digestive system. And these things can help supplement, meaning fill in the blanks until your body's at a place where it can get what it needs from the foods that you are eating. Anyway, let's run through them. Again, no rush to run out and grab any of them. We're going to be talking about them all this week with our guest experts. And you're going to have lots of opportunity to ask all the questions that you need about them. All right, let's get started. Let's start with omega-3, which is key because without enough good fat coming in, your body can be reluctant to let go of the fat that makes you fat. I mean, it's also beneficial for so many things like brain health and also when you're stressed and you're revving real high and craving those salty foods, generally what your body's looking for is good fat. And one way to make sure you're getting it is by adding an omega-3 supplement. Now, this is fish-based. If you are a vegan or you can't have fish for whatever reason, you can get a vegan version of this in a 369 combination. Now we want to talk about vitamin D. Vitamin D is key because it tricks the body into believing that it's summer year round. In the winter time when your vitamin D levels drop, it sends a message to your body to store fat, to keep you insulated and warm. I mean, vitamin D also does a lot of other things. And when you're deficient in the, in it, it can prevent the body from focusing on fat loss. Remember with all of these supplements, they're all beneficial for so many reasons, but why I'm suggesting them is specifically to help with this weight loss process. Now let's talk about magnesium. Talk about something that when you're deficient can really hinder your weight loss process. It's magnesium. And most of us are deficient in it. There's like a 30 different kinds of magnesium out there. The one that I suggest is the citrate, the powder specifically, because it's the one that's most easier to absorb by your body. Um, magnesium also really great for those of you who are having bowel movement issues because it, draw it draws water into the bowels. I'm not suggesting it as a laxative, but it does have that benefit. It also can help with sleep as well because it works really well with your natural melatonin production. Now, um, I'm not a fan of artificial sweeteners, um, but the, the calm is <laughs> doesn't taste that great. And if you need to get it flavored in order to take it, then that's totally fine and okay. Now let's talk about your stomach, your microbiome, your digestive system, because um, that plays, it plays a massive role when it comes to weight loss. And that's where prebiotic and probiotics come in. You've got to be pooping. Honestly, if food is going in and it's not going out, and I know some of you don't poop for days, some of you don't poop for a week, so we're gonna put massive, massive focus on strengthening our digestive system. Adding in something like a probiotic, which is good bacteria into your digestive system can help. And then there's also prebiotic, which is like food for your probiotic. And together they create postbiotic, which is like magic for your microbiome and digestive health. And then digestive bitters. This can be really beneficial for those of you with digestive issues especially if you're missing your gallbladder that typically holds that extra cup of bile and due to low stomach acid production can you know lead to acid reflux and heartburn and having a hard time digesting your food so adding in digestive bitters can really help some of you might know uh, digestive bitters from digestive enzymes which are pills that you take right before you eat a big meal to me that's kind of like a band-aid where this kind of like actually gets in there and helps with the issue itself um, this comes in liquid form you just drop it in your water and drink in between 
between meals, easy peasy. Now I want to talk about collagen because so many of you I know are concerned about your skin when it comes to weight loss and adding in collagen can help because your collagen um, starts depleting at the age of 21 by like something like 1%. Um, so collagen is something that you can add in uh, to help with tissue repair. It also really helps with maintaining muscle mass as well. It comes in marine sores, bovine sores, a variety of different sources when it comes to collagen. You definitely get what you pay for. Now, I want to talk about all of these uh, supplements in terms of where to get them. We do not make any money off the supplements at all. I'm simply suggesting them because they are a benefit. You can buy them from your local health food store, your local pharmacist, have conversations with your doctors if you have concerns about them. Um, there's a variety of amazing products out there. We have sourced some of them from Amazon, but you can buy them from anywhere literally that's convenient from, for you. Now, I know you're also gonna ask me, tell me when to take them. That's not something we can really do. In the notes, we have advised when to take, if it's notable, things to keep in mind, like interactions with other medications that you're taking. But because there's so many different people in the group with a variety of different health issues, taking a variety of different other supplements and medications, it's really best that you get a pen and paper and just kind of jot down um, what medications you're taking, You know, when's the best time for you to take them, because it does come down to things like other medications you're taking, and then lifestyle. Like if you're not inclined to take your vitamins first thing in the morning, then you might want to take them at lunch and that's not something we can advise. That really is up to you. Whatever helps you, get them in and be consistent about taking them. Anyway, like I said, we're just starting the conversation. Read the notes above. Join in on the conversation this week. Ask all the questions that you have. Hope that helps. If you do have questions, add them down below. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.